So, note to self, do not do ab workouts before you're about to record a podcast because, uh, yeah, you can't breathe after those things. So, <laughs> yeah, our, our gyms are closed here in Arizona, so we were trying to stay in shape, and I convinced Brittany to do this 30-day ab challenge with me, and we're in day, I think, nine. Stupidest thing ever. Yeah, I don't know why we decided to do this, but... Whatever. I'm, you love them. This is your, like, fourth or fifth, maybe even tenth one. I don't think so. I don't know, but... like stupid. I like them because it gives you something <laughs> to do when there's no gym to go to. And I just want my gym back. I know. And you never thought in a million years I'd say I would like the gym back. No. But Brittany, for the longest time, has tried to convince me to go to the gym and work out there, and I've always told her no. So finally, I decided to start going back to the gym about, what, a year ago? Maybe maybe a year and a half ago? Not that long. No, not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I've got in shape, you know? Mm-hmm. Trying to become like this handsome little hunk for you, you know? You are. But, uh, so when our gyms closed back down, we had to find a way to get in shape. And so I started finding these, like, challenges to do. And I found this one. And it looked, you know, somewhat doable. But day nine, I'm, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I looked at day 30, and I'm like, there's no freaking way that we're ever going to do that. But Hands up. Who can do a four-minute plank? Like, legit. Notice how nobody raised their hands? No one can. <laughs> Although you did tell me tonight that the record for longest plank is eight hours. Yeah, it's like it's like eight plus hours. Some, Who did that? I don't know, some freaking crazy, probably Russian dude that, like... You know, wrestles bears and stuff. For sure. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, it kind of it, it kind of reminds me of just when I was celebrating that story of, you know, we're complaining because we got to do a minute and 20. <laughs> <laughs> a minute 20 of plank. And I'm sitting there thinking, this guy did eight hours plus of a plank. Like eight hours. And we're complaining. I bet he was on his knees. No, like, no they way. They showed a picture of him. Yeah, that doesn't like, mean he sat there for eight hours he, in that same he position. He did. He absolutely I did. I want to watch it's the video. It's no break. You're going to watch eight hours of somebody <laughs> planking. Most exciting video ever. <laughs> it's almost as stupid uh, as doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we are rambling. Yeah, so, uh, oh, wow. Okay, so maybe you can hear us a little bit better now. Dumb old me, the microphone was backwards. <laughs> Oh no! We might That's have right. to go back and see if you can. Hear I'll, I'll any edit of that the sound rambling. so we can so we can turn it up. <laughs> so guys, it's like ten fifteen, ten thirty at night. I don't even know what time it is. And I'll tell you what, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, getting me to get this podcast done today was was a little challenging. Um, we're starting school tomorrow at our at the school I work at, and we're going online. Which everybody thinks, you know, is it's it's a way to get by COVID and all that stuff. But I'll tell you what. It's no way. Our kids have been doing online for a week. <laughs> and Brittany, bless her heart, 
has has tried to help them as much she can. Belle, poor Belle, she's just starting school tomorrow, so she's been helping. And it has been losing my like teacher's aid. I know it's going to be rough. So it is like I understand, you know, why we're doing it, but man, I cannot pray for our kids to get back in the classroom fast enough because it is. It is crazy what we're asking them to do right now. So mm-hmm. we're not going to really get into that because we don't want to. I turn do this have political. to say though, today Boston was like literally no joke. Five ten minutes into class, she was done. Yeah, her focus was <laughs> gone. But that's perfect. I was about ready to take that stinking Chromebook and be like, "Let me write this thing," because it took her like fifteen minutes to write three sentences. Yeah. Type. Three sentences. But that kind of leads us, the whole reason I was talking about the Plank Story start is like, life is such a mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're sitting here complaining about, you know, a minute 20 Plank, and this guy did eight hours. We're sitting here complaining about online learning, and there's kids all over the world that wish they could just go to school. Mm -hmm. You know? So, there's a lot to be said about just the mindset and where your mind is at and, and how you're thinking. So... Me and Brittany were talking about, you know, our podcast episode and kind of what we want to talk about. And this topic started coming up of heaven, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, what, what happens after we die? And, you know, obviously we, we have belief system. We're, we're Christian. Um, you know, in our faith in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe that there's basically a place where you go after you die, which is either the spiritual prison or spiritual paradise, depending on how you lived your life here on earth. And then at that point, you know, everybody is taught the gospel and given the opportunity to hear the gospel if they didn't receive that opportunity here on earth. And then, you know, comes final judgment, and then you kind of go to the kingdom based on your, I don't know what I would say, like your efforts here and, and how you lived your life. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, we do this podcast, we talk about the passing of our son, and, and I've talked about in previous episodes how... That was my biggest question in my faith was what happens after death? Is it just blackness, you know, and it's eternity of nothing and you just know any better because you're gone? And I always wanted to to believe that that wasn't the case. And after Bodhi passed, you know, we've talked about our experience of how that was really confirmed to me that there there absolutely is an afterlife and there is a heaven. And I know that our son is sitting there right now. Well, not sitting there. I'm sure he's hard at work. But... I think hard at work is not the correct term. And I've told you this before that a lot of times I sit there and wonder, is he getting to have fun? Is he playing or is he just working? Because to me, like after working 10 hours today, I'm exhausted. And I want to be like, I don't want to work tomorrow, but I got to go back to work tomorrow. I'm tired. But I don't think that's the kind of hard work, tiresome work. Yeah that he's doing i think it that it's so this opens up great discussion though because your your hard work today right 10 hours cutting hair doing your thing but are you tired because you're you know does your spirit get tired or is it your body, body is it your for sure, huh? you know what i mean so when when we cross over the you know the next world Maybe we don't have those. We don't have a body at that point. It's just our spirit. Mm-hmm. Do spirits get tired? Do spirits get weary? Like, I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. But those are things that you, you kind of think about when you start thinking about, you know, what kind of 
what kind of life is is Bodhi leading or leading after he passes? Mm-hmm. You know, is he working every second? Is there the ability to have fun? So it's just it's it's great conversation because it's like all we can do is speculate, and we're not going to know till we die. Mm-hmm. You know, you read lots of stories that give us a little glimpse, but still, it's you know, yeah, until we are there or I don't know, yeah. And we've we've recommended this book before, but uh, the message who's that by? Do you remember? Lance Richardson. By Lance Richardson. Um, it's a book that we actually kind of we've we've purchased for several people um, that have had kids that passed. Um, even after we recorded the last episode, we had an, another a young person in our community pass away. Mm. It is like people are getting called home in mass numbers, and it's just it's it's crazy thing about the whys behind it. I, I hate to think how many people are scared because I was talking to a cute little niece today, or she's a cousin, really. She's 16, and she said, you know, it scares me. It scares me when I'm driving. And I said, you don't need to live in fear. Just like this whole world right now, we are living in fear. And I know that's not what God wants us to do. Obviously, we need to be careful, but we also have yeah. a purpose that we need to do, and we can't fulfill our purpose if we're living in fear constantly yeah. looking over our shoulder you know we we have to fulfill that purpose yeah and you know i think about our our theme from last year for our household was courage for school for our school or year. for school yeah but in our house yeah yeah and it was it was courage remember but mm-hmm. courage the the quote was um, courage is not the absence of fear of the, but the mastery of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think your conversation with her stems back to, you know, having that courage, you know, there's going to be fear. It's going to be scary. I mean, you had one of your good cousins pass away in a car accident. You, you know, you've had other people in our community mm-hmm. pass away in accidents. So, I mean, I think it's natural to have the fear there, mm-hmm. you know, even with everything with this COVID going on, there's, there's going to be natural fears. But how are you handling those fears and how are you presenting yourself and how are you mastering those fears so that they don't rule you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't know, I I just come back to, you know, this whole thought of afterlife and thinking, you know, what, what is he doing over there? You know? I know that not just for myself. I am so grateful for the knowledge I have and the faith, not just knowledge, because it takes more than that when you have your own child or someone so dear to you pass away. It takes more than knowledge, but it has a true, true meaning of faith to know is heaven real. Yeah. Um, But I'm grateful that I had that knowledge so that I could I mean, I hate to say it, but question my faith. Do I really believe that? And still there are moments where it's hard, but I'm able to ask the Lord and he gives me these answers sometimes and I know, I feel it. And I've said this before, I don't know if I've said this on here, but I already know that. And every time I ask Heavenly Father, is is there a heaven? Is Bodhi happy? Is he there? Is he helping and, and doing his work, missionary work? You know, is there? Is it really there? I always, always am given this answer that, Brittany, you, 
already know. You already know these things. And of course, of course they are. But you already know this. So why are you questioning? And I don't think that he thinks like, stop questioning me. But he's (laughs) trying to remind me, you already know this. And I think he puts things in your way to remind you, you know, circling back to that book, the message. I mean, this guy basically wrote his story about he, he was dead. He was passed away and revived and then he went into his coma and he he got to see the other side and see how it functioned and see how it operated in a lot of detail more than what i've ever really read anywhere else because mm-hmm. he was able to be there for i don't we don't know what time you know here on earth or heavenly hours or whatever but it seemed to be a bit of time yeah and i remember you know part of the book he talked about very specific things you know talking about his dad was i think like a state senator and had to get to the airport for something. And I remember reading that he was basically, he was able to watch over and see his dad and, you know, remind him that he had to get to the airport. And his dad told a story later on about how he, you know, he really felt like a spirit was with him. And he was able to tell his dad in detail, like everything was happening. And, and unless you were in that room, you would never know these things. And so for me, like I read that and I'm like, you know, yeah, I mean, this guy could be making it all up, but why? Like, why Why would somebody just give that testimony and say things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, just to lie about them. Mm-hmm. And I think when we talk about people giving testimonies, that's, that's what you do is you give your account of the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about like in a court of law, you know, when you, when you have to give a, a testimony, it's you're given an account of what you know to be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So when people testify of their faith, it's what they're doing. They're giving an account of what they know to be true. Now, our, and this isn't just modern day. No. You know, these coincide with things that have been going on since the beginning of time. You know, we have it in biblical form in the Bible and the scriptures. And all of these testimonies coincide with exactly what we've been taught we've been told Mm -hmm. we've read we already know right and i mean if you look at it you know the more testimonies you get of something the more apt you are to believe it and i think that's why god puts those there is you know if you just have one person saying something yeah you may or may not believe them but two people say something okay maybe you believe you know three and four and a thousand people Mm -hmm. give testimony and i think you start to say okay well maybe there's some there's some truth to this Mm -hmm. But I like what you said earlier about how like you, it gave you the opportunity to question your faith mm-hmm. when you ask those questions because you can't really have faith without questioning. No. You know, we talked about that kind of last yeah. time is, you know, that kind of all ties in together. Well, I was listening to a podcast and you and I had discussed this. I don't know who Luther is, but in her podcast, this guy, this biblical guy says, Luther says, who's Luther? Somebody tell me who Luther is. I should know, but I'm not a biblical scholar. I don't know. I, I said it was Martin Luther, but Martin Luther is not a, a biblical figure. He was in the, um, not the Renaissance era, the, the kind of the religious reawakening back in medieval times. And uh, he, he kind of came out against the Catholic Church at the time with, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he like took a knife and like like put these papers on the door of like his church or something and i think they became known as the lutheran papers and i may be off with that but 
he essentially started the Lutheran Church. The Lutheran Church. He did say that. So, Maybe that's who. I should go back and listen a little better, but I, yeah. you know, that's asking a lot. <laughs> but he said, Luther says, faith is wrestling with doubt. Now, you and I had a conversation on this, and you said, I don't know how I feel about that. What were your thoughts on that? So I, I don't think faith is wrestling doubt. I think... Faith is the belief in things unknown or unseen. Yeah. You know, I don't think you have to doubt something to have faith in something. No, but my side to it was absolutely not. I agree with you on that. Yeah. But now having kids my own and been through my own experiences, I think that it's okay and it's good. Sometimes we fear when our kids doubt or ask questions or say, I don't know if I believe this is true. And we freak out, right? Yeah. Because we worry, oh my goodness. But really, what a great thing because now you and I have, and we probably will have to continue and do it again, but we have doubted. Oh, yeah. And with that doubt, we wrestled it and we asked questions. But not only did we ask questions, we're able to go seek those answers and receive those answers, which solidified and strengthened our faith, right? So, yeah, so, I would I would agree that it strengthened our faith. Yeah. I guess my argument is, do you need to have doubt to have faith? And I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I think it helps strengthen. I think everybody's probably going to have doubt. But, I mean, now that you put it that way, I think if last time we were talking, if you would have said it in that way, I probably would agree with you more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think, I think asking questions and wondering and not necessarily, am I going to say doubting is beautiful because that's a scary thing. Yeah. It really is. And it's can be sometimes a heartbreaking thing because you can find things both ways. You can find, if you're looking for something, you can find it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you seek with true intention because you're doubting or because you don't know if yeah. you believe that. I want my kids to believe and have a relationship with God, not because I tell them to, but because they found it themselves. Yeah. And at some point in our life, whether I tell my kids they should or not, at some point they will have to go through that on their own, right? Yeah. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one thing when I think of heaven is... Um, in this podcast, and I can't even remember what the name of it, but I love her. Something Price. She's just like a Southern (laughs) Christian lady. She's awesome. That's probably not even her name. Jenny Price, maybe. I don't know. But she had said, our relationship with God is what strengthens our faith in heaven. And I love that because she said, when we get to heaven, we get Okay, let me let me let me emphasize this a little more. <laughs> we get God. It's not we get something plus God. We get God, which means all those other things. My family being all together again naturally will be there because we get God. Does that make sense to you? Does that yeah. hit you the way it hit me? Like yeah. my relationship with God is what will get all of the other things, but all of those other things don't matter because we get God. Well, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, when the veil is lifted, like 
you now know. You know what I mean? That's what surprises me is to think when we get to the other side and we get God and we know God, are there still going to be people that question? Are there still going to be people that don't believe? I mean, we're taught that, you know, people will be missionaries on the other side and give the opportunity for everybody to learn about, you know, the gospel. So it makes me think, are there people that will reject it? Like, he gives it, the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's not going to force himself on anyone. Yeah, but that's what I love about it too, though, is God gives us our agency. You know what I mean? And it kind of comes back into that questioning and doubt. Like, if we didn't have agency and we didn't have the ability to, to choose for ourselves, then you wouldn't have any need for doubt because it's basically like believe or else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I love that we're, we're given the opportunity. And I know, you know, the, the war in heaven before we all came down here, there was people that didn't agree with the plan. And it just, it's so, it's so crazy to think, you know, here you are, you're living, walking, talking with God, and you still are able to reject him, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's, I don't know, like I'm, I'm not that I'm trying to get to the other side anytime soon, but I'm like super stoked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, my fear of death has really gone away because I know that whenever my time is called, it's gonna, like, I'm gonna get to see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know that Bodie's gonna be sitting there with a big old his, you know, his silly grin. Mm-hmm. You know, probably give us a half hug like he used to. No, no, no. While I'm going in for a full hug. The biggest hug. <laughs> The best hug you've ever received. Yeah. No doubt. That's awesome. So. So I guess that's where I think of when I question heaven. That means I need to strengthen my relationship with God and my trust in God. Because Mm -hmm. the stronger my relationship and the stronger my communication maybe even with God. Yeah. Helps strengthen my faith that there is more and hopefully we didn't get it wrong and Bodhi was reincarnated as a cat that we just bought so well her birthday's his birthday isn't it didn't we figure that uh-huh. out uh-huh yeah but oh <laughs> uh, so I mean when we when we talk about heaven and I mean everybody's gonna have their their religious beliefs and you know we would encourage you just to whatever whatever you believe in seek that out strengthen that you know what i mean like obviously we we believe in christ and we believe in you know a heavenly father and so those are the things that we seek out but even if you're not of our faith if you're not even christian like what do you what do you believe in what's your belief of the afterlife and how can you strengthen that belief in that faith by growing closer to your god mm-hmm. you know and that's you know that's really one of the the exciting things that you know, I'm taking out of this conversation is like, you're, you're not going to lose anything by becoming closer to God. You're really not when you think about it. Like there may be some worldly things that you're like, Oh man, you know, but at the end of the day, like if, if at the end of the day we get it wrong and there's nothing, which I don't believe, but what do you have to lose? You were a better person. Yeah. Motivated you to be and it made you a better, you know, husband, mother, father, sister, brother, wife, uncle, whatever. If it motivated you to just live your life better, then it's worth it. You know what I mean? I know, like, uh, my uncle, um, I love him. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's awesome. 
and he he's thinking that he's going to Valhalla or some whatever the Viking heaven is, you oh, know great. what I mean? Which is which is awesome. You know, that's that's awesome. Like I freaking love my uncle. You know, and if he can wake up every day and and try and be a better person, and and that's what it takes for him to be able to be with his family and you know his daughter again in heaven, then good for him. You know what I mean? That that's that strengthens his faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's at the end of the day, like whatever whatever your core belief system is, just strengthen it. You know, because it makes us be better. Yeah, and I you know at the very beginning you were talking about. When we go there and then we still have opportunity to choose him or not. Where was I going? Oh, my gosh. It's so late. My brain's done. Yeah. <laughs> Try and fish it out because I'm not editing this. It's You're too not late. editing at all? Nope. Oh, man. I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so on that note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so really our message here is is... We believe there is a heaven, and we believe that you're going to be able to see your loved ones once again when you pass on to that next world. So strengthen your faith. You know, whatever your faith is and whatever you have it in, strengthen it, because oh, all it's going to it do... Was. All right, let's give this a okay, shot. keep going, keep going. Finish your part. Well, I'm just going to say, you know, it's, it's just going to make you a better person. And at the end of the day, if you're better than you were yesterday, then you're doing things right. Okay. Go for it. I know. I remember what it was. And this is one thing that I feel like I've really learned through all of this is when we are to be judged. And I hate the word judged because I don't think that's how it's this judgment, con- condemnation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's based on how hard we tried. Well, yeah. But really what it comes down to is did we seek to love others? Was that how we answered every question we were given? Did we do it through love? Did we do it through compassion yeah so if we wake up every day trying to show others love maybe we'll be a little bit better each day amen so we love you guys we appreciate you listening as always um for those of you who are starting school or just started school as they say in the hunger games may the odds be ever in your favor Hopefully you last longer than 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. But we, uh, <laughs> we're we sending love and blessings out to everybody because we know it is going to be absolute chaos for you. So, uh, you know. Enjoy it, actually. Enjoy it. You enjoy your what? time. It's forcing me to slow down a little on the morning routine, which is super frustrating. Yeah. But I'm going to pull this podcast up in 20 years when I'm talking to grandkids and be like, I remember 2020 <laughs> and all the things we went through. Fires, murder hornets, riots. You're going to sound like that in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to all of a sudden grow a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but just keep trucking, guys. That's our our new theme for our, our school year is just, just keep, keep trying. trying. So we love you guys. In the words of Dory. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Now you know nothing I'm obsessed with you Then I fell to the ground And she smiled at me and said I don't want to see you cry You don't have to feel this emptiness She said I love you till the day that I die